0: welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the show. Got a quick little podcast today on different apps, apps for your phone that you can use for fishing. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, anybody that is new to the channel, I appreciate you stopping by and checking it out. Whether you're listening on any of the audio-only podcast platforms or Watching the video version on YouTube. Welcome to the channel, and all the regular listeners, the folks that are here every week. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. Any of you new folks or the regular listeners that want to give me some feedback, give me some ideas. Today's podcast topic is actually based on a question that I've gotten from a couple of different people, and uh, that is, you know, talking about the apps that I use. Go to my website, uh, DieterMelhornFishing.com. There is a contact section you can email me or text me and uh, give me some ideas, give me some feedback. You can also hit me up there about guide trips. I'm a fishing guide in the Carolinas, uh, right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, along the Catawba River chain of uh, lakes. Run guided fishing trips here. All that information is on the website, DieterMellhornFishing.com. Yeah, uh, somebody has asked, and I've had a couple people recently mention it. So I said, you know what? Probably a good time to do a podcast on it. the apps that I use on my phone. Uh, There's, uh, you know, one of the great things about technology is, you know, uh, we've got access to information. And uh, sometimes that can be bad. a lot of times it can be good. There's probably been more lives saved from cell phones, uh, you know, since they've been used here for the past, I don't know what, you know, 35, 40 years. Uh, than probably any other electronic device out there and uh, it's uh it's it's it has its good points it has its bad points and uh, I try to focus on the positive ones the good ones and for fishing there's a lot of good things that you can get right there in this little handheld instrument to make your day safer easier uh, and just kind of make navigating around and learning kind of flatten that learning curve a little bit so, I'm going to go over a few of them, a few of the ones that I use regularly and daily. And uh, I would love to get some feedback from you guys. Uh, drop a message, a comment section on the YouTube uh, podcast video, or send me a message, send me an email. I'd love to hear some of the stuff that you guys may be using. So um, there's a lot of different variations of these, but the one, some of the ones I use, one of the biggest ones is the Navionics app. Uh, Navionics has a desktop app that you can pull up charts. These are basically underwater maps of different lakes. Uh, You know, when it first started, there were a select few lakes that they had covered. Now, pretty much any major lake or river in the country has an underwater map of what's down there. And uh, these things are a great navigating device uh, for navigation. Uh, And you can also get it on your phone. You can get it on your uh, smartphone. Uh, you know if you happen to lose your electronics out there while you're on the water you still got cell service and can still pull it up you can actually use the Navionics map to look and see where you're at and uh, almost serves as a second screen depending on how big of a sonar unit you have uh, you can actually use your screen on your phone or your iPad uh, your tablet as a second you know uh, a second unit there on your boat or on the bank, uh, one of the cool things about this app is it gives you a pretty good idea of what is offshore, right adjacent to where you're fishing. So uh, it's an app that comes in very handy. I've used it for navigating. One of the great things about the Navionics app is it's updated regularly and it will have the most current update on it. Where the charts you have on your boat. Uh, may not have the latest update to the mapping so you get up-to-date technology. Navionics, one that's well worth the money. I think they may charge 25 bucks a year for it or something like that um, but it's well worth the money. It gives you a chance also sitting at home at night you're getting ready to go fishing maybe you're on a new bite of water you can pull your phone out look at the app and uh, you know do a little research, a little recon on what's going on. And so. That is one that I put up there very high on the list of must-have apps for fishing. Now, when it comes to weather apps, I think weather is very important. We all need to keep up with what's going on with the weather. It affects, one, our safety, and two, basically, what may be going on with the fish. Uh, On my iPhone, I use an iPhone. uh, There is an app on there that... uh, Apple puts on the phone. It's pretty good. It's pretty accurate. It gives you some good basic information. But uh, what I end up doing is using a one from the Weather Channel and usually what I'm doing on these is I take two or three of them and look at them. A lot of the weather data in these apps is created by an algorithm and uh, you know if you're in a major city if you're in Atlanta, New York you'll have much more accurate weather data there for that area than you would if you're, let's say, between Atlanta and Knoxville to where you're in an area where an algorithm is figuring out what that weather is going to be in that area. So, I like to look at a few different ones. At home, uh, I have bookmarked on my desktop the uh, NOAA website, and you can put in different areas, different cities. Gives you a real good forecast, a relatively accurate forecast of what is going on in the area that you are planning to fish. Um, again, I use the Weather Channel app. Uh, it's got pretty good data on it. Pretty good on the forecast and the predictions. Fairly accurate on what they come up with. Gives you an hourly forecast. Uh, you can get a daily forecast and uh, it's good information. Again, I kind of pull all these together to see what's going on, to see what's happening. Uh, Obviously, the closer you get to the day, the day before is going to be a lot more accurate than trying to look at something three, four days out. So, very important tool. Gives me an idea. Mainly, the thing I look for on any of the weather apps is, one, wind direction. I'm seeing which way the wind's blowing. Uh, That's very important when it comes to drifting and dragging baits and where we're fishing. And wind speed. High winds, you know... It's not fun trying to anchor a boat out there in 15-mile-an-hour winds, so that may change the way I go into a fishing trip and how I'm going to fish. So instead of anchoring, I may go into it planning on drifting in those higher winds because I can control my boat speed better, and uh, that will dictate maybe where I put in. So there's a lot of different, you know, little nuggets of information you get out of every one of these apps, and you kind of have to put it all together to figure out what your plan is for your time on the water. Now, another app that you don't have to have, but I think it's really cool, and I use it in a lot of different places outside of just fishing, It's called Sunseeker. Uh, the biggest reason I use it, it gives me a very quick and accurate sunrise and sunset where I am at. So I don't have to put in different coordinates or a different city or different zip code. Uh, for it'll Tell me right away I can look at it. I've got it preset for uh, showing me the sunrise and sunset from where I'm at. Uh, the other cool thing is it shows the position of the sun in the sky and this is not really important for fishing. Um, unless you're somebody that believes that you need to be fishing with the sun at your back or the sun in your face, or some people that get into some trolling and some, uh, you know, crappie fishing that you know go by that. So that would give you a good idea on where that's at. I use that a lot of times when it comes to hunting, uh, setting up stands, setting up trail cameras, knowing where the sun's at, where it's going to be at, where it's going to be setting. So I'm not staring into it. So Sunseeker is one that actually translates over into my hunting world probably more than anything. Occasionally, there's a good reason to know where your sun's at, especially when you're in a your new body of water. You can figure out which banks, the northern banks, that are getting hit more by sun that may be warming up quicker. It'll give you a little idea. But the biggest reason I use that one is mainly for the sunrise and sunset, quick and accurately where I'm at. Now we all want to know when it's going to rain. We want to know when the rains are coming. How much rains are coming? Where's it at? And for that, I've got a radar app. I actually got two of them. I've uh, I've got one that's called Radar Scope. That one uh, is very. I use it basically close in. I use that uh, to look at what's going on directly around me. I'm able to click on the uh, weather radar that is closest to me uh, to get the most accurate accurate. Uh, you know radar signature for what's going on there and uh, you know you can click on different ones around the country in different areas but generally the way the app set up it'll go to the one default to the one that is closest to you gives you a very good idea uh, in motion you can play it in motion and see what's going on it also puts up your thunderstorm warnings and your tornado warning so it's a good idea to figure out uh, when you look at the bigger picture of the map, exactly what's going on uh, as far as with lines of storms and kind of gives you a heads up of what is coming and the direction that it's traveling in. Now, there's another one called My Radar. This one is more of a nationwide radar. What this is, it uses an algorithm and takes all these different radar sites and kind of puts them together in one picture. This is more of a long-range planning tool that I use to where I can see what's going on in Texas or over in Mississippi, what is coming up the coast heading to me or what is past me and what's going on. So I kind of use those two uh, in tandem to figure out what's going on with the rain, to keep an eye on it. I try to stay abreast of what's going on out there, not only for my safety, but for the safety of the passengers that I have on my boat during guide trips. You know, uh, Sometimes it's unavoidable to get caught in a thunderstorm. Sometimes they do pop up very quickly, but many times, especially where I'm at and in a lot of parts of the country, You kind of can see these things are coming. Uh, Granted, some do boil up over you, but if you can see them coming, you can make a decision to get out of there, go back to the truck, ride it out, or put it on the trailer and take it home. And when that radar app tells me that the storms are coming, and I'm seeing red, and I'm seeing yellow, maybe even purple uh, in that line of rain, I go over to My Lightning Tracker. It's another app that tracks lightning nationwide. It's pretty cool. It shows strike by strike, what's going on. You can measure and see how far away those lightning strikes are from you and I can give you a heads up as to what is going on with the lightning. Lightning is the thing that gets me off the water. Uh, Rain I can deal with. I may not like it. It may not be fun. It may not be warm. It may not be comfortable but the bottom line is, uh, rain is not generally going to kill you. Lightning, on the other hand, can, and sometimes we get caught out there and, uh, you know, we get caught in a storm that blows up and there's not a lot we can do. But with all these apps, uh, when you combine them together, add in this lightning data uh, on an app. Uh, an app that's dedicated to track that. It can give you a heads up and keep you safe out there. It's really cool. You can actually measure how far away, uh, you know, a line of Storms is from you. You can see if most of the lightning is staying north of you, south of you, depending on how it's traveling. So that one I find very important, and uh, it gets a lot of use when summertime rolls around and uh, you know the uh, summer storms start blowing through. Now, listen, you got all this data, you got all this information. You know when it's it's time to be out here because it ain't raining. You you got your maps to find out where everything's at. At some point, you're going to catch fish, and when you catch fish, you got to take a picture of it. That can be hard to do when you're by yourself. It's hard to hold the phone out there and do your selfie. But there's an app called the Self-Timer app. Some phones have it built in. A lot of them don't. Uh, But I've got a Self-Timer app on my phone. And basically, uh, it's like the old self-timers on a film camera. You set it up. You point it at you. You can see yourself on the screen. You hit a button. You've got 10 seconds to get over there, get your fish, hold it up, get in position, make sure you fit in the frame. And it will take pictures of you. Sometimes it will. you can set these things to take one picture, three pictures, five pictures, ten pictures. So you can change your pose around, change your hold, all kind of stuff, and make it look really, really good. And obviously, you've got to make yourself look smaller than the fish. So it gives you a little bit of time to do that. But the self-timer app, you've got to have one of those so you guys can get some pictures of you holding up some of these fish. Very important app to have on your phone if you're going to be fishing. Now one last set of apps, it's not really one specific, but it's the apps that are attached to some of the local utilities uh, that maintain and run the lakes or reservoirs that you are fishing on. And uh, these apps a lot of times, especially on the Tennessee River, the TBA, Tennessee Valley Authority, has one of these. That gives you a release schedule. Uh, at what time they're going to be opening opening up the dams to let water release? It tells you how much water is moving through there. Uh, gives you a good idea of what's going on. Gives you a good idea of flow rates. Gives you a good idea if it's really really active or really really dangerous. So, different utilities have these. Uh, not all of them have them. We have one here in the Carolinas that Duke Energy puts out. It's okay. It's not the best app in the world uh, when it comes to actually getting accurate and uh, predictable, dependable data. But you can use a little bit of it, combine it with some other knowledge that's going on and give you an idea. I'd love to hear some of the other ones out there that you guys may have in the area that you're at that show some of these dam schedules and water flow schedules and release schedules because, again, it's all little bitty nuggets of information that give you a little bit of data, a little bit of help, uh, a little bit of information that, uh, when you piece it all together, may help you catch some fish. And uh, most of all, keep you alive when you're out there fishing. So uh, anyway, that's some of my little pointers, quick, down and dirty. And uh, we look forward to seeing you out on the water.